Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You don't have to take your clothes off to enjoy the football ramble, but you can do if you wish. Clothes are optional, ladies and gentlemen. So here we go. Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Rebel. My name's Marcus Speller, I'm fully clothed, and Luke Moore's here. All right, I can't get enough of that woodblock. Yeah. I just can't mm. get enough of it. <laughs> I mean, I think I even prefer a woodblock to a cowbell these days, and I never thought I'd hear myself say that. You know what, I think that's not even a woodblock, it's a muted cowbell. Is it? Yeah, because I've uh, been pulling through the fence. Well, I can uh, put the pot on, ladies and gentlemen, that that is Pete Donaldson. Hello, fully clothed for now. <laughs> well, well, you've got less clothes on than Luke and I, that was a surprise. 
Yeah, you've got, you've got pajamas on, basically. I'm wearing. I am wearing pajamas. Yeah. I, I didn't think I was coming into work today. We are recording this at three in the morning. To be <laughs> we will e Lukey. That's me running through the town. Which will be trousers down. <laughs> Been told about it before. Speaking of which, Jim Campbell's not here. No. What's he up to? Well, doing that. Yeah. What, is it? what the, actually is he up running to? Running through the town naked, but in a different city. <laughs> okay. Brighton. Yeah. No, Edinburgh, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. he is up in Edinburgh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Where uh, the comedies are taking place right now, but not all of them, because we've got a few here. Uh, <laughs> well, hang on a minute, we'll put it out there. See <laughs> how it comes back. We're definitely on the side of tragic when yeah. it comes to the two faces <laughs> comedy or tragedy. We're definitely on the other side, aren't the, we? The Pagliacci ramble. <laughs> there we are. Uh, right, uh, Antonio Conte, he seems to be enjoying his time in England thus far. Uh, he commented in an interview recently saying, there is music before games in the changing room. In Italy, this doesn't exist. Everyone is very quiet in Italy. It's a great new idea for me. I want discotheque music belting out the boom boom. Nice. <laughs> that is nice. It? It's I mean, a lovely quote. Uh, it shows he has enthusiasm for, for the game, but not for necessarily techno. for learning English. No. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Um, you should. I mean, you did say that he's having a lovely time in England. I mean, we, I mean, we should point out that we're recording this before they play West Ham. So mm. if they get whopped about five nil, yeah. Um, don't blame us. But it is at Stamford Bridge, so presumably <laughs> the, the pre-match boom boom will be there. Will be there. Yeah. Uh, well, if you were a manager, how would you get your players up for the match in the dressing room pre-match? Um, I had to think about this, and um, I had one or two uh, ideas rolling around in my mind, mm. rolling in the deep yep. and uh, shallow. <laughs> rolling in the empty. Paddling <laughs> yeah. um, in your mind. Kept coming back to the same thing, didn't I? Blue Man Group. Right. What, like getting painted up or yeah. get them in the actual dressing room themselves? Chelsea playing blue anyway. Blew them all, <laughs> blew them all up. Yep. Even, especially the, even the subs, everything, the kit mm-hmm. man. Mm. Um, possibly extend it to all the fans in the stands as well. Just go blue. Lather it on. Yeah, go blue for the blues. That very thick kind of blue paint they have yeah. that yeah. I've never seen anywhere else. No. That, like, I would be worried that it would block the pores and suffocate you. Probably water-soluble, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the same well, idea. Um, yeah, it's probably water-soluble. I'd hope mm-hmm. so anyway. Do you remember that guy who... That, you're a blue man group member for life. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that guy who used to um, use, um, I think it was um, Sil... Some kind of silver some kind of um, silver uh, kind of solution uh, it would solve all of his ills apparently because he was a poorly oh, yeah, guy do, and he kept drinking it and he turned like a beautiful colour of blue he went, no, went, went like, grey yeah, he went like, grey grey a grey blue he yeah. looked terrible but it, what I liked about it is this guy was interviewing on the news and sort of went, right, do you see what you've done wrong there? You've, you've drank all the sil- colloidal silver, I think they call yeah. it, and you've gone blue and or, or slash grey. Are you going to do it again? He goes, no. And then he stops and he goes, I might. <laughs> <laughs> he was obsessed with it. He was, it, was, is it. Is it because silver is well known for being good at fighting infection? Yes. And the yeah. and stuff like that. It's yeah. probably what he's thought about. But I like the idea of that man, or indeed anyone from the blue, who's been in the Blue Man Group, not being able to get any other acting gig. Because like, oh, he stained. I didn't get it. You're blue. Hamlet wasn't blue. It's, you're either Papa Smurf as you get older. I was about to say, if they, if they bring the Smurf to life, yeah. mm. he's there. Well, they could do that at the weekends for kids' parties, couldn't they? Couldn't they just? Sit the hat and pants on, <laughs> get out in the night, do the Smurfs, come back and play for Chelsea. Right, exactly. There you go. Why has no one done this? No, exactly. <laughs> Peter. Uh, why have I not done this? <laughs> no, I'm saying it's your go. Oh, right. But yes, we'll answer that question later. Do you know that toy that everyone got for Christmas, it seems, where you have a... Sp- it's called like Mr. Splatterface or something. Sam Sam Splatterface. Uh, oh, um, I know what you mean. Do you no, know what I, I mean? Don't. It's like the thing where um, you stick your head through a hole. Yeah. And you crank. You roll a dice, I think, to how many cranks you do on this crank 
machine thing. Yep. And um, it's like Buckaroo. At some point, this hand that's covered in um, fresh cream, yes. or whatever cream you've got in the oh, house, hits you. hits you in the face. And it's it's got tension, mm-hmm. it's got um, joy, yeah. and unbridled passion. It's, it's got everything. So, uh, you know, crack that out. So each player would take it in turns to put the face through. Yeah, imagine how, ex- how their blood would be pumping. They'd be ready to go from the first from the first whistle. What is that game called again? It's Splatty Face, isn't it, or something? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. I've seen I've seen several Facebook videos doing the rounds over Christmas. Oh, it's joyful. Saying? To be honest, yeah. I always got um, quite. Uh, well, you know, aroused and excited at Pop Up Pirate. Yes, that was uh, quite uh, good as yeah, well. Yeah, seems... anything with a spring that's going to get like Buckaroo. Buckaroo's yeah. good. Yeah. Operation. Operation's quite tense. No yeah. springs involved, but that's no. just dexterity. Yeah, is, I, yeah. I'm sorry if you couldn't do operation. <laughs> you have no right being a human because well, you know, you should do too easy. You should do too easy on the physio table. Oh, as, the as, as the team, as the <laughs> team, they're doing it together, and obviously the physio's watching. Get Winston Boharder back in there. He's been there. there. That's more of an Arsenal thing, I think. They need, <laughs> they need, they need to help with that. It's a bit yeah. too, a bit too close to the bone. Arsenal <laughs> aren't that far away from have, getting their players to do actual um, <laughs> surgical procedures on their on their teammates. <laughs> Can't be any worse. Can't be any worse. Yeah, no. Give it a go. Uh-huh. Have you ever, have you ever repaired a, ham- a torn hamstring before? Right. Now's your chance. It's a life skill. <laughs> Give it a go. There you are. Yeah. Uh, I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah. And if you get if you, if you finish it, then everyone, that's it, and off they go. Yeah. yeah. Or, One man covered in cream. Yeah. <laughs> on <laughs> on got, the buzzer. Got a cream in. On the buzzer when the, when the buzzer sounds, you've got to get out there. In the yeah. face. Get yeah, out. I reckon they've the got go. that stupid song about celery, haven't they? So it could be a stick of celery. No, we don't Whack want that. That's naughty. Yeah. Why is that naughty? Oh, you, I forget. You, you know. I don't, I don't actually know. You'll know later on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I would... Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of piggybacking a little bit on, on a Donaldson classic here. Pass the pigs. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so is CP. No, that's... <laughs> you never invented Pass the Pigs. Who said, who said I invented it? I just said I'm piggybacking. Yeah, oh, I, was, I, I presume enough. you were kind of letting us in. Yogurt wrestling. Right, okay. okay. It's not motivational, that. No, no it's, no, that, it's you, messy. You think that. But <laughs> actually, if, if the team are not doing so well, you think, right, we need to have a bit of a G up here. Get the, you know, like mud wrestling kind of thing. What get the paddle and pull out. Yogurt. You get Full of a there. petty faloo. Exactly. And, and you'd be like, right, I've had enough of this. Even if it's your best players in your team, injuries could happen, but that's the risk. Mm. And you make them fight. Everyone's chanting, yogurt, yogurt, round the side. And above it, it's got yogurt wrestling. Yeah, hurt. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Now get out there. Obviously, clean them up before they go. See, I mean, I, I'm a long-standing fan of yogurt as a comedic device, and I'm not having this. Really? It's dangerous. I once, I once um, saw footage of a house party that I wasn't invited to. Um, where you'll get the invite to the next they're one. They're having wrestling. <laughs> they're having. You know, I'm going to say yeah. Well, are you talking about my no Luke's party? If you're going to intimate it's your party, Mark, and I get very creative with what happened there. Thank you very much. You should have seen it, Pete. It was carnage. It was like the last days of Rome. <laughs> Pete was there. Marcus was dressed Marcus as Caligula. <laughs> Marcus used to drive the Bang Bus. <laughs> yeah, he did. Marcus Aurelius, thank you're, you. You're a Bang Bro. That's what they call me. <laughs> uh, anyway, the house party had a swimming pool, a little paddling pool in the oh, garden, what? and people were fancy dressed, <laughs> fancy dressed, and wrestling in the paddling pool yeah. and so it's very similar to what you say because it's been done not at a professional level mm. I concede um, but there you go it has been done it's a precedent set yeah there we are shall we uh, dish out the points Jim's got the points yeah you didn't dish out points last week mate did I not well, I didn't get starting any slow do you want to dish them out again I guess it was technically pre-season though wasn't it yeah, so right, pre-Premier yeah. League yeah exactly. yeah exactly you do get the points but it doesn't matter it's like winning the uh, Emirates Cup doesn't mean anything <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the Premier League. It's it's underway. It's and begun. Leicester City became the first Premier League champions to lose their opening game of the season. Yeah, for those of you who listened to the previous show on Friday, 
Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, <laughs> Turns out you don't actually need a manager or any good players to win. <laughs> well, Tom Huddleston. I stand by what I said. It's good to see him back in the league, that's all. Yeah. I, I think he's a good player. There are members of this parish in this room <laughs> that don't necessarily have microphones in front of their faces who are big fans of Tom Hoddleston. They yeah. are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Be, be, the England call-ups uh, shouts will be coming back soon. I can see him on the horizon right now. That's right. It's either that or kicking uh, balls into a bin from a yeah. Soho roof. Yeah, which, the, you know, the, either the, or. The David Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> it was an incredible win for Hull City, though, considering their predicament. But, Leicester, but the, thing, the thing that was so frustrating for Leicester City fans, I imagine... Um, yeah, and they've had their fun, so I'm not going to give them too much sympathy. Uh, was that it was so obvious what had happened? It's so mm. obvious what was missing, and it was essentially N'Golo Kante and Robert Hoot. They were what were missing so so much. And if they had Kante in that team, it would have been a completely different story. And I wonder, as Gary Lineker, I think rightly said um, after the game, he said, "I think the magnificent Leicester are just going to go back to being Leicester without N'Golo Kante." Do you think because they did create a fair few chances? I think it's overstating the case a little bit, but I absolutely understand what he means. They did create chances, but they were taking those chances without thinking about it last season. Mm. Weren't they? Vardy completely miscued and didn't even connect with one quite good chance. He does have the capacity to do that sometimes. He's a very kind of instinctive striker. Oh, and he punched himself in the face. (laughs) Did he punch himself in the face? Right in the jaw. (gasps) Harder than I think he intended to. (laughs) Oh, what? As a joke? No. As a frustration. Just frustration. I mean, he's got a big old jaw. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's why he didn't miss. That's but a really you, good way to knock yourself out. But at the same time, you think he would know that by now. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think he'd know, like, the clearance yeah. <laughs> it's from his chin to yeah. chest. <laughs> yeah, so that it wasn't great, a is great he that, day has he got that big a chin? He's got a massive chin. He's really quite Beardsley-esque it, without the bend. He looks like the Wicked Witch of the West. A friend of mine said that... Uh, a, a, it's a, like a monolith. A, 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 a friend of a friend um, apparently knew some guys who knew... Um, oh, his name escapes me. Um... Oh, Do you want us to fill yeah. for a bit? Sorry, hang yeah, on. Yeah, Marcus can't remember a player he knows from Leicester. <laughs> Lester, Jamie Vardy. It's like Powell. one of my stories. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's better than one of your stories, mate, to be fair. <laughs> no, that's what's his bloody name? Ex Middlesbrough and ex Bolton defender. Oh, English. Um, David Wheater. David Wheater. Yeah, David Wheater, there yeah, he is. He's got a big old one. Yeah, he's got a yeah. big old chin. Yeah. Right. So, a mate of mine uh, knew a group of lads who yeah. <laughs> were singing at him, and it, this is like. Rubbish, but yeah. quite funny at the same time. They were all singing uh, to their mate. <laughs> ah, ha, 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 ha. You know that his chin is huge. <laughs> it's just like, it's so rubbish. But the fact that they're his mates makes it quite funny. Yeah, I mean, Vardy will be challenging him on the chin stakes. <laughs> if you do who's the, chin, the, chin, chin, the chin striker, yeah. Beardsley, Wheater, and Vardy. Whoa, steady. Yeah, in that what, in the Hall of Football? Pre yeah. Premier League? Jimmy Hill, mate. Oh, yeah. Darren Anderson. Anderson's got an underbite. It's not the same as that. <laughs> <laughs> Kane's, Kane's got a bit of an underbite, hasn't he? Yes, he has. Or he yeah. looks like a man who d- deserves yeah. one. Yeah, terrified of fire, that man. <laughs> um, what about Chinaglia? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's move on before that. Uh... I think that is the sign to move on, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and with a modern beard, who knows yeah. what you got hiding under there? That's true. Peter Beardsley. No. What about him? No, he's not a modern beard. No. Anymore. No. Um, are we talking about Leicester? I yes. mean, what I liked about that is early on you tried to make us do an edit point, but we didn't give you one, and then you went on to mess it up for yourself by doing bad puns. When was the bad pun? <laughs> There's no such thing in my book. Yeah, yeah. move on, come on. Um, uh, feel free to edit any of that out. <laughs> for yourselves, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, but, yeah, but Leicester, I mean, it's... it's it, I don't know what Gary Lineker said there about are oh, they going to go back to just... 
being Little Leicester again. Is that a bit premature, though? Because they still have largely the same side. Canty is a big it's miss. It's so hard, though, to return, return any level of form after you've done what they did. I agree. And, and I think the narrative... I think we'll go on to talk about it. I, I certainly want to talk about it after um, the Terriers manager, what he said about um, daring to dream for, for, for the second season. It's not daring to dream. It's about working bloody hard, isn't it? It's, yeah. about, it's about just keeping in, in the race and, and working for each other. Ferguson and that's always, what's going to be... Ferguson always said that. It's the great main United team. So it's so hard. If you think it's hard to win a title, it's incredibly hard to defend one. Because mm. even if even if the inertia and the, the drop-off in performance level uh, is... is is subconscious is still there and a lot of the time the players themselves don't even know it they, they mm. almost like internally relax because they know that no one can take that Premier League winners medal away from them I, I, do think, I do think they're going to do better than expected in the Champions League but I, I've said for a, quite a while now I think bottom half might be I don't think that's a what, terrible crowd well they get but you don't want to be reactive, right? It's the first game of the season. You don't know. Mm. You, you do the first game of the season is a little bit of. I, I, I hate to sound like a terrible old English pundit, but mm. it's a bit of a lottery. The first week of the season, <clears> you don't know what stage teams are at with their pre-season and with the players they want to bring in and where everyone is with it and where everyone wants to stay. You got players like Sissoko, who obviously doesn't want to be there at Newcastle, and those mm. those, those types of players just they're not being as public about it. So you need to give three or four weeks, I think, to bed into it before we know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, th- I think that I it's a great th- win for Hull, by the way. You should give them well, credit. Yeah, right, because. I mean, Mike Phelan said in in the uh, interview, the post match interview, he all but said, "Well, we just wanted to turn up with a proper team and yeah. have a go." Then th- they have three on the bench. Oh man, yeah, yeah, and then and they opened the scoring with a, with a double overhead kick. Oh my goodness, you've got to be happy with that. <laughs> that was absolutely incredible, <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? It really was. Oh, it's a bizarre situation, isn't it? Especially we gave so much credence to the the idea that um, teams are going to have so much money to splash about, and Hull haven't managed to do the, the anything. The club's it's in a, a mess. mess. There's, there's talk that they don't know whether they want to sell it. And well, that's why. But you don't think? Wouldn't you be worried if you were a, a, an investor in that club, or if you, the, the, the previous owners would just be like, oh, "I've just had a big, massive windfall from the Premier League. See you later. I'm out of yeah. here. I put enough money into this club to." But you know, it must be bad, Pete, because Steve Bruce has basically just got them back into the Premier League, and it, it must be bad for him to even think about wanting to leave. Because mm. presumably, all these managers want to manage in the Premier League, so it's, a, it's not a decision taken lightly by mm. someone like Bruce, who's worked so hard to get them back up there. And he's got, and he's mm. experienced bad um, setups before. Yeah, yes, yeah. It is a shame. I mean, yeah, with the player situation, they should be going. Even raid championship clubs, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Even League One, because as you say, look, I mean, okay, they did have they they've had they had a full bench, of course, against Leicester, but I think they only had three recognisable yeah. first team senior players. Yeah, <laughs> just like just, just... one of them was unrecognisable. Yeah, just like <laughs> and it's it out. Yeah. <laughs> His face has gone all swirly. When he, when he came on the Premier League, it, it, on the Premier League um, TV on Sky, he was just um, pixelated. Yeah, face was just pixelated. Is that one, one of those Groucho no. Marx moustache nose, yeah. the glasses yeah. combos? I don't know the image right. Yeah. I must have told you when a friend of mine up in Scotland went to see Airdrie play, mm. the magnificent Airdrie, and they were against uh, Falkirk, which is a, a bit of a rivalry. And it was strange because there was a guy who was on trial who played, but the stadium announcer was going, coming on number 14, trialist. Yeah. Which they, is really odd. I think, I think, I, I, I think Wendon t- scored the winner. Sign him up, sign him I think a lot of the, um, certainly pre-season when they have trialists, or if they have new signings that they don't want people to know about, maybe they haven't signed a contract yet, yeah. Yeah. They, always, they, they never put their name out because they, they want people to, um, they don't want people to steal them. That's right, well exactly that happened Because you put someone on and they play really well, it's like, oh he's a trialist, oh! 
oh god bidding war it's on, like on you don't the, want that on the red nap um, Portsmouth were trying to sign Amdi Fay but they knew I think Middlesbrough at the time were after him as well <laughs> Amdi Fay what a joust they went to pick him up from the airport I think I'm, I think red nap picked him up from the airport locked him in his oh, house <laughs> until uh, until they could have a pre-season friendly um, towards the end of the summer hang on how long was he in his house uh, well, probably a couple of days um, then um, played him in the friendly under the name Andy Henry mm. um, to send, throw people off the scent mm. and then signed him like, that, that's, that, I imagine there's loads of stories like that back in the day when yeah. you get away with if it you're a grown man and you can't get out of a man's house yeah. I think you've got to take a long hard look at yeah, yourself that's a fair point actually did he, breaking in's one thing breaking yeah. out I can't yeah. get out of an house did, did he want <laughs> to leave through the window <laughs> did, did he want to I mean it could be the Stockholm Syndrome yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know kicking in there a which, boy George and that rent boy which, <laughs> easy come on which, which yeah uh, <laughs> against the wishes uh, Redknapp is known for using the Stockholm Syndrome for his alleged Anyway, um, what we're talking about, Hull versus Leicester. Great win for Hull, though. They've got the, they've got the win on the board. Well, I mean, they, it's harking back they, to the days of Phil Brown, this. They upset the apple cart. That's what they did. We had a, a, <laughs> a, a mad season last season in the Premier League, mm. and I thought, right, what's going to happen this time around? I obviously thought Leicester would stroll to it. I genuinely did, yeah. um, as we said like, last week. And, and Hull have just said, you know what? This season might not be too bad either. There we are. Mm. Well, we're going to talk more about the Premier League after uh, this. They're men of the world, not you regular rabble. They love a bit of that. Hashtag travel. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Oh my goodness, we've got some live shows coming up, Luke Moore. Oh yes, before we go into Premier League chat, um, we are going out to play our shows live again. Yes. All Yay. around the UK. Um, tickets go on sale. It's to celebrate our, our book, which is coming out, as, as no doubt everyone knows. Hmm. Um, but we're going to do some live shows, and uh, we're going to hit up in October and November, we're going to hit Leeds, Glasgow, Brighton, Bristol, Cardiff, and London. Uh, and if you want um, further details, head over to thefootballramble.com. Mm-hmm. Tickets go on sale at 10am 
a.m. on Tuesday the 16th of August, priced at £15 for a ticket and £27 for a ticket and a book. So, yeah, Tuesday uh, the 16th at 10 a.m., get yourself to thefootballramble.com and uh, snap up a ticket. I think it was lovely. Most of those, those places we haven't been. Well, aside from London, we haven't been to any of them, so yeah. we're spreading the love around. There we are. If you want to call it love, which I definitely do. I do. <laughs> and, and mix it with lust and you're there. And love is all you need. <laughs> Some could say. Uh, do Arsenal need more love? I'm annoyed that Jim's not here this oh, week. Because that was mad. He wasn't even planning on going to Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> he just—he saw that game. He just left his house and said a word. Just Drove got on the there. train and bare le- feet. Yeah, bare feet. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to sum Arsenal up in uh, Arsenal's day up on—is it Sunday they played? It was Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to sum that day up by just the following <laughs> sentence: Peter Cech crashed his car trying to leave the Emirates. <laughs> that quick? Apparently, that happened. Nobody was hurt. So yeah, fine. Just okay to laugh. Yeah. I mean, because that's the underground car park, isn't it? And then you right on a Holloway Road, which you can't really drive very fast anyway. Don't know what he did. Don't know what he did. <laughs> Just disappointed in him. But, um, I really enjoyed the game. Defending was absolutely optional. dreadful. Yeah, optional, <laughs> fictional. Very yeah, much remember, optional. Yeah. It was a fantastic game to watch, though, for the neutral. It was um, absolutely... Well, Mane got a piggyback off Jurgen Klopp. He did, yeah. Even even Klopp was sort of apologised after saying, yeah, maybe that was a bit much. Liverpool went 4-1 up at the Emirates and Klopp's given his players a piggyback. <laughs> what an absolute business. He, he, he uh, knocks his glasses on the floor, doesn't he? He always does he that. He always gets, like, just get one of those Contact. strings that librarian when, 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 the, when the opposing manager <laughs> is giving piggybacks to his players <laughs> in your own ground, <laughs> it might be time to reassess what you've achieved and what you're doing with your career. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I just I just like um, Xhaka's probably the most underwhelming debut I've seen in a long time. Um, was on the pitch for a grand total of not many minutes. Mo- most <laughs> under twenty, wasn't it? Most yeah, most fouls. Most fouls. Yeah, you get the most fouls. Class. Yeah, yeah. There's no mucking around. Yeah, but th- well, that maybe Arsenal need that for crying out loud. Somebody kick somebody. I was think I, I think I read somewhere that um, I think the, probably the guy in a newspaper actually sort of said that a. Um, when he's first signed for Arsenal, they put out this big infographic about how many fouls he committed. I don't yeah. know why that's in the infographic, yeah. but how many fouls he committed. And it seemed to be more or very close to the number of tackles he'd put in. Right. So, like, nine, nine times out of ten, he's going to commit a foul. He's a one in two man. <laughs> I, re- I really do fear for Arsene Wenger just on a human level. I do. It's the first game of the season. Mm. It's a long year. There's a lot to, to take on board. And everything he says at the moment is being leapt on. And, 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 and by and large, rightly so. I mean, some of the stuff he came out with yeah. after, the, um, after the game was unbelievable. It, it, he was saying, um, he said at one point, he doesn't think some of his players are ready physically to compete at this level. Well, that's his fault. Quite. What, <laughs> why, is he stu- why is he giving interviews and answers to interviews in the manner of someone who stumbled upon this and that he's just doing his best, like it's not his fault? Mm. He's been at the club 20 years. It's, it's incredible. I mean, like... Without sounding, you know, name dropping whatnot, I was up at Liverpool's training ground today, and I was chatting to um, Ragnar Clavan, right. their new centre back, lovely fella, yeah, lovely fella, and Joel Matip, two new signings. Yeah, it's their first season in England, and I said, oh, "What was pre-season like under Jurgen Klopp?" And they were both like, "Tough, yeah, but you know, we're ready," kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Like, well, you saw it in that performance; they just came out of the blocks, and, and, and I mean, with the possible exception of Moreno at left back, I don't know why he's at left back. I think he's done it. I don't think he's Gary Neville piped up, didn't he? He did, didn't he? Yeah, he was good. He was sticking the boat in. He said, "Starting with Alberto Moreno at left back is like starting a goal down." Really? <laughs> oh, you're hard. <laughs> Seen your management career, mate. Yeah. But is but is I mean, everyone's saying that Milner's going to be 
ending up back there. But I mean, is he? I mean, is that, is that the plan? Is that, is that the plan? Uh, he's played know. in pre-season there. Well, the I one thing so. I would say is that both those sides have got defensive players to come back. Sacco's out for Liverpool, mm. and Arsenal obviously got a number of players injured. So, but they look tidy. Liverpool look tidy at times. But I mean, I mean, again, yeah, and, defending and also, optional. Four three. I mean. Marcus has touched on it there. I mean, Liverpool were four one up. I mean, yeah. You could argue they took their foot off the gas a little bit, and they were sloppy for the goal that came from a set piece from Callum Chambers, yeah. particularly. Was that handball? I couldn't um, tell. I can't remember. No, I don't think it was. I don't no. think so. Um, but they were slop- sloppy around that sort of mm. stuff. But essentially, the game was won. And on the first game of the season, if you're four one up away from home, you can sort of be forgiven subconsciously, mm. or maybe even consciously, you sort of take your foot off the gas a little bit because mm. you're blowing a bit towards the end of the game, and another team can come in. Because Arsenal aren't going to struggle for little jinky moves that are going to get them a goal. Well, they yeah. Going to struggle for is robustness and um, and just their ability to take responsibility for, for for what is in front of them, and they don't do that. Yeah, I, I mean that whole uh, performance from Arsenal was just a gift to Arsenal TV. It was just there you go. Yeah, it may as well have been just it, in a big nice box. I think it was almost um, in, in in microcosm, if that's the right word. Arsenal's it, it summed up Arsenal's traditional European campaign. Mm. Started with a bit of promise, yeah, <laughs> and then they were pegged back. And then it went horribly wrong, and then they tried to rectify it, and they nearly did, <laughs> but not quite. No, yeah. <laughs> and they left but, disappointed. But there's not a single compelling argument for Arsene Wenger to still be manager of Arsenal, this, other than yeah. he's been there a long time and he's a legend at the club. There's no other compelling ar- argument. The, the top four thing is fine, and I, I do respect that achievement, but you, you, you can only think about that and talk about that in the context of what could potentially be achieved if someone else had those resources and someone else had those players and someone else had that team and club. And... and they can't continue just to keep him on for the sake of it just because he's always been there well Arsenal should have won the league last season correct what an opportunity and Arsenal fans won't need reminding of that they should have won the league and Wenger should have called it a day Great. He finally won it again because he was given a golden opportunity and he then off he, goes. And off he goes. And yeah. of course he didn't do it. And now it's kind of like, it's a bit like Steven Gerrard when he stayed on at Liverpool, you know, when they nearly won the league and mm. he stayed on that extra season and it didn't really work out that Because that, that he well. fell over long. He fell over. No, in the season, yeah, of course. But And then in that season, that was the same season, uh, the last one when he got sent off against Manchester United yeah, yeah, when yeah. it came on after 30 seconds or whatever it was and all that kind of stuff. And you think to yourself, Wenger, it, it, it could go that way this season. And then when he does retire, the Arsenal fans will go, oh, oh yeah, see the montages, well done, Wenger, he was great, blah, 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 blah. But you, you don't want a, a man who's given so much to Arsenal and the Premier League, English football in general over the years, to be almost hounded out. Because if it gets to Christmas and, and, and it's still bad, you don't want Arsenal the, the hounding has already got as bad as it could possibly get, presumably, sure. over the past couple of seasons. No, because I reckon there's probably, oh, I, I don't know. There's another gear. There's more, another game in there hound, somewhere. More hounds. In more the hounds. <laughs> no, I just, I just think not all of the Arsenal fans want him out. I think there's probably, I don't know, 40, 50%. But, uh, what you would say is that um, be careful what you wish for in that um, when Ferguson left. You know, things can, yeah, there is. Things the, can drop off considerably. But the, di- but the difference was Ferguson had Manchester United at the top of the tree and always did mm. whereas, whereas yeah, it was only really one fourth, way to go fourth, down, is, fourth or third is still uh, quite the achievement well, I every think, season I, I, second I would, I, would, I would fall down on Marx's side of the fence on this really because I, just purely because I think the Premier League is going to be so competitive this season mm-hmm. it's going to be so hard it really is well maybe so maybe Arsenal need this season maybe Arsenal fans need to just suck it up and just go look if it gets rid of Wenger what you think Arsenal fans should suck it up and be quiet <laughs> <laughs> Good or luck ma- with that. Or maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe Wenger's getting a team in place for next season. I'm starting How to, about that? I'm starting to wonder if Arsene Wenger even watches Arsenal fan TV. <laughs> I'm sure to see if he even watches the match. I did, yeah, I did, yeah. I did like what a commentator Guy Mowbray said when the crowd was singing, you don't know what you're doing, and he said, well, 
I've never heard a crowd sing, you do know what you're doing. Which is a fair point. That's a fair point. Great because if things are going well, they should chant you, that. Yeah, if you fall in luck, you do know what you're doing. I, <laughs> I mean, that's, that. you do know what you're doing is the bare minimum of a job, surely. Yeah, true, actually. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, um, hello, I'm your captain of the ferry. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Is this, a, is this wheel... Does this make it go up? Do, oh, they don't go up, do they? Hard to Sorry. you're underwater, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's now a submarine. Um, uh, I, uh, I thought... Oh, well, I didn't think it... Because it was. It was Coutinho's free kick. It was Beauty. fantastic. Mm. Goal of the weekend, I would have thought. Yeah, I didn't no, say goal that, of the month already, Luke. That, yeah. that was a lovely, uh, that was a lovely uh, quote from Arsenal Fan TV. Stop talking going, about Arsenal Fan TV. I've watched a lot of Arsenal Fan TV this week. Yeah. And one lad went, Oh, I'm going to keep it myself. I would have saved that. I said, shut your fat mouth! <laughs> Yeah. Shut your fat lion oh, mouth! Was he very fat? Uh, no. Okay, right. He didn't seem that tall, though, to be a goalkeeper. No, and if you'd need to be about seven foot tall to save that. He's not a goalkeeper. No. Is no. Adam Lallana on for a good season? Um, he had oh. an alright uh, time in the squad, didn't he? Why I you guess. Three, why are you throwing questions on us like yeah. that? Why not? He played alright. Devil, okay. Devil's oh, We avocado. don't have to talk about football if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you tell us. <laughs> I would have done all this research. Oh. <laughs> We're talking about eggs. I like eggs. If you like. I put off watching a documentary this afternoon to research for this. Did you really? Tell me earlier next oh, time. Right. <laughs> That's, you know, you put down Wikipedia for a minute. Yeah. Um, uh, Alan Lallana, I think he could have a good season. And look, you've been a critic of his before. I have, actually, yeah. I think I think he has got. He did have a tendency um, to to not move the ball quick enough, to not be quick enough on the ball, not make a decision. Um, but, yeah, I'm not... I'm, I'm, my, my position on him has softened somewhat. I mean, it's funny, because it softened a little bit at the start of the Euros, mm. and now I hate all of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in a way, he's, he's got the best of a bad bunch, isn't he? Yeah. Rashford's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I Klein actually, and Walker, all right. I actually thought that it was poor of Hodgson to to, to introduce Rashford into that absolute maelstrom <laughs> of shit. I thought he should have been left untainted by it. Don't worry, Big <laughs> yeah. Sam's back. Yeah. Well, he's not back, he's in. Yeah. And he'll bring Rashford back, perhaps. Uh, enough of that nonsense. Let's move on to Manchester United, of course, uh, Rashford's side. Ibra. Ibrahimovic always scores on his league debut. It's a lovely finish as well. Daisy Cutter. It's a good game. I enjoyed it. It was, it was, it was an game. interesting game. Um, Matter got lucky, didn't he, with his goal? That was such comical <laughs> defending. <laughs> It's the last thing you want on the first day of the season. I know. I just um, like how he started him. They keep, he's keeping everyone guessing, Jaws, isn't he? he what, is. what he's going to do with one matter. Because oh, he's going to wait until the, uh, till the transfer window slams shut. And then say, right, with you're going to with the reserve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Massively. <laughs> but it, was like, it was like the defender, I forget, I, his name slips my mind, but the defender who did the back pass in the first place, hmm. um, obviously it's uh, Matter nipped in. Keep him at a good save. And yeah. I'm not having that. Yeah. I, have, I, have it again. I think Mourinho's playing mind games with Matter because he sort of says to him, uh, well, the better you play, the more money you can go for. I'm yeah. like, well, I'm not going to play very well. well. Then you won't play. <laughs> yeah. I want to play. Well, then the more you'll get. <laughs> mind mind <laughs> games over matter. I don't know what to do. Oh, I've got to play. Well. Ah, that's what's going on. I thought you did okay. I thought you did well. I thought um, it was surprising that Mkhitaryan didn't start, but I guess his, his time will probably come. I expect. But Rooney and Ibrahimovic looks a bit better. Yeah, people have said. People have said. Oh, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to play together. And well, I, thought, I said that. I automatically thought they would. I genuinely did. I thought they'd be fine. I think. I but think you were often one step ahead of the British public. That's not true. Um, By playing twelve men on the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but Rooney, I think I think he should get a good a new lease of life playing on with Zlatan. I really do. Yeah, Mourinho said he's more support though. Just having someone there. Well, mm. a new lease of life is what they needed because Mourinho said he found a sad squad when he first joined Manchester. He can't United. resist the dig. You've got the job now. You've got the job. <laughs> everything in your career is leading up. from the moment they knocked out Man United in the Champions League. You could argue that Mourinho's management career has been gearing up to get in the Man United job. You which, could argue the, which is Real Madrid side? No, Porto. Oh, okay, yeah, right, yeah. And, and, um, and now he's got a job. I mean, I, I, I know Mourinho's very good for the game and he's good for the column inches he gives all of us on, on the good show for as the well. bants, mate. Yeah, but 
I'm tempted to say he's a small man. Really? <laughs> because they don't need to do it. You've got the job. You've taken the job. You, you, you're in there now. Yeah. Van Gaal's yesterday's man. We know you didn't like him, but now you're, you're in the hot seat. Enjoy it. Don't worry about that. Is, is this the tallest Manchester United side of recent years? Because they used to be a lot taller, and then they got a bit jinky and small, and now uh, well, with Zlatan and Fellaini. <laughs> well, with Zlatan and Fellaini in the same side, Fellaini's... I think that's that's the mean height has gone massively up. I think. Do your research ahead of the time. Are you going to bring that up? What's the answer? I don't know. Yeah, no, you don't know. That's I'm the not point. typing in all the heights. Are you basically thinking they've got Ibra now and they don't have Paul Scholes? Yeah, that's yeah. what you're basing. That's it what on. I'm saying. Yeah, right. Well, I, you, I think just looking at it, you'd sort of go, yeah, probably. Probably. Well done, Pete, for having a thought. An independent <laughs> thought. Is, you know, well yeah. done for having a thought. He, tries, he genuinely took, tried to claim credit for being here and being dressed earlier. <laughs> he lives about 400 metres away from the studio. I'm here. I'm fully dressed. Oh, I've got my pyjamas on. <laughs> well, you'll get to see oh, no, that, that in the video no, this week. It. Oh, we're recording the video later, aren't we? Yeah, I thought you were. That's why I put my pyjamas on. Yeah. yeah. Which you'll, well, you'll get to see. Did you think you were week. doing that um, David Beckham art installation video where he's just sleeping in the bed for 12 hours? I've not seen that. Back, he in, back in the height of uh, Beckham's fame. Mm. Right. Um, when so the Man United scored a really tall. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some, some modern artist uh, posted an art installation in, might have been Tate Modern, where it was just Beckham asleep in bed for 12 hours. Right. Was it actually David Beckham then? Yeah, it was him. It? Yeah, it was oh. him. He did it, yeah. He sat for it, I think, yeah. What a waste of it. Unless, unless, unless I dreamt it, which is absolutely <laughs> possible. But I think that didn't happen. Um, was it a dreamy start of a Pep Guardiola? Yeah. So, it, was a bit, it was a bit of a cloggy performance. It was. <laughs> I, I, I loved it when Defoe scored, and I thought, ah, oh, if if, uh, if they could hold out, what a, what a, a pissing on the parade that would have been. Mm. Went one of the Premier League, yeah, mug. Man, yeah. Man City, they did look like a team that had a lot to think about. They had a lot on their shoulders, I think, kind yeah, of like where they had to be. A lot of possession, seventy-seven percent, something like that. Talk, there is talk of like these uh, a lot of the year that boys' now. heroes came out. Yes, <laughs> thanks, go. mate. You're not an absolute radio now. You want to give us a time check? <laughs> um, I was going to say. Take us to the ads, Pete. You wrote, you, I was gonna say, oh yeah, I was going to say that I, there's talk. A lot of these modern managers, they um, they overload their players' with information. That was one of the excuses given as to why Van Gaal's Man United started quite slowly, wasn't it? Yeah. He said in interviews himself, oh, "I like to give a lot of information to the yeah, players." Yeah, it turned out it was too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Guardiola, there was a lot made about the fullbacks playing inside and, and all that kind of stuff. But you're right, Pete. You do look at those players and you think. Yeah, this is, this is like you, you've got to. You, you're learning your first language at GCSE level right. or something. It's like a beautiful mind that just sees like um, yeah. like diagrams and charts yeah. and stuff. Like, oh god! But, but when it all pops into place, when it all peps into place, there we are. Uh, um, my goodness, is it a, a majestic picture? Yeah, yeah. Tori's having a lovely time, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, didn't make the bench. I forgot he was there. Yeah. Was like, oh, right. 150 grand a week. He said he wanted to you... fight. He said he wanted to fight for his place, and that's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I just not assumed, on the bench. Just assumed he was in China. <laughs> no, nah. oh, right. should mate, be fair enough. That time will come. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and Big Joe Hart was given the uh, given the old mm. uh, what do they call it? The old Spanish archer, wasn't he? <laughs> What's that? Elbow. I thought it was Spanish. Yeah. I thought it was Spanish. That's very good. Yeah, I just, I like that. That's common. I, I thought it was like the Archer, like FU, because that's what they used to do, didn't they? In American sports parlance, it used to be known as the Turk, I think, after the Turkish Shimitar sword. 
Oh. They give you the turk, give you the chop, but it's Spanish right. archers. Yeah. I like the old yeah. elbow. But that's what Joe Hart got. He did very much, mm. and it looks quite worrying for him because um, Claudio Bravo looks like he's uh, uh, reached personal terms with Manchester City. There's there's, there's big talk there. But what that... I'm interested in that is it, fascinating thing to me, just on a, on, a, on a sort of human level, is when a new manager comes in, presumably he has chats with the players individually. You'd mm-hmm. think. I mean, someone, the... someone like Guardiola would have a chat probably with every player, wouldn't he? So yeah. This is what I'm planning on doing. Mm. Do you reckon? That, do you reckon he he just lies to someone like Joe? Hart's face he says yep looking forward to working with you you're a great keeper looking forward to, to the season is, is that a lie uh, but, but no but then but all the time in the background he's thinking about bringing a new goalkeeper quite possibly in. or do you think he sits on down and says look you're not on my plans you're welcome to do what you want to do I, I honestly don't know I mean Ibrahimovic would certainly say that he's not very confrontational he hides away from yeah. confrontation although the kind of conversation Ibrahimovic should bring to the table is But that terrifying. story that Zlatan told about Iniesta and Xavi yeah. in the Barcelona dressing room, yeah. when apparently they were so in awe of Guardiola and his training techniques and his methods, yeah. that on the, one of the rare occasions he got angry, um, he picked up a box full of training cards and threw it all over the dressing room and it smashed against the back wall. Yeah. And apparently Xavi and Iniesta, who are two of the greatest midfielders ever, mm. at the time were at the top of the game, apparently just quietly stood up, walked over and started putting them all back in the box. Put him back and just sat down again. Oh my goodness! And <laughs> was like, it was pathetic. Yeah, it was a pathetic display of loyalty. And that's why he went to <laughs> pathetic display yeah. of loyalty. That's, that's obviously what Brilliant. he was thinking. Yeah. Pathetic display of loyalty and unity. Yeah, uh, and and togetherness. Yeah. That's why he immediately <laughs> went to uh, Berlusconi's Milan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all about the individual. Yeah. you know all that kind of stuff. So um, I wonder what I'd be very interested to know how Guardia approached that sort of stuff because as you just said, yeah, he clearly he's not he's not a very confrontational. Well, but but Bra- yeah. Bravo is like 34, 33, somewhere 33, like that. But they reckon that that's going to be. Slow down with the fact that uh, Ter Stegen is injured for three weeks, so that might slow that I mean, look, particular that, move down. If, if he's bringing in some good goalkeepers, and Caballero is a decent keeper, but he likes he was the... rated the, the season he came to City. Yeah, Caballero was mm. rated. I remember some people saying he was one of the better better goalkeepers in Spain that year. I just I just wonder if Joe Hart and he's and. Uh, you know, I said this during the Euros that perhaps you know he's even hoodwinked me a little bit, and and, and I never get hoodwinked, Peter. Um, no. But I think that I, I think we like Joe Hart because he is a little bit more honest than your average English player. He does seem to take responsibility. He's a good goalkeeper, Joe Hart. The thing is about that. I sometimes mistrust players who can explain away. I'm not even explaining away. Just well, like, oh, yeah, this is my responsibility. It was all stop doing it then. Yeah, yeah stop, stop, being stop. shit at your job. And yeah. that's the and bit, that's a bit rich. <laughs> <laughs> he never explained the time was uh, ten to eight on absolute radio. <laughs> But I, and that's the point I'm making about Joe Hart is that actually you know when Roy Keane said he's not one of the best goalkeepers in the world this was a few years ago and you look at his errors in the Euros which were, which were quite big um, he's not a sweeper keeper which Guardiola likes to, to play with you know Valdez was very much that he turned Neuer into it Neuer's a fantastic goalkeeper yeah. you know and actually Mancini was talking about getting was it Begovic in or somebody in place of Joe Hart you know there was talk that he would have lost yeah. his place eventually there do some of the, the foreign coaches that are coming in think mm, do you know what now Pellegrini obviously didn't think that so much I, I spoke to a, uh, I once interviewed a professional goalkeeper and he said to me that he's, he's trained with Joe Hart and he said on talent alone mm. he said he genuinely said Joe Hart's the best goalkeeper he's ever played with right um, and I, I, I mean so clearly there is something there why people oh, he is a it's the same thing with Rooney a lot of people watch Rooney sometimes mm. for, for large parts of, of, of season sometimes and go what's he bringing his touch is really heavy he looks out of shape he looks unfit he looks slow he, he's tactically poor but then every single manager every single other player goes Rooney brilliant player you, you listen to foreign players mm. talk about Ray Rooney they absolutely love him so clearly Hart's got a lot in his locker and on his day he's a good goalkeeper right mm. but um, he didn't have a great Euros 
Um, clearly, as you've just touched on, certain managers don't particularly rate him. I, th- I think he's a bit overrated. Uh, we got we got a lot of stick a couple of years ago on this show from, from people on Twitter saying, "Oh, you know, you know what you're talking about when we said that heart isn't all that." Well, I, I just I just wonder if it, clearly the talent is there. Is he utilising it? He still has um, the odd error, in, and obviously in the Euros we mentioned. I, I just wonder if maybe Guardiola is saying you are going to have to fight for your place if you want to be in the conversation with the likes of De Gea and Neuer. You're going to have to really put it in because you can't be. You're not Mr. Manchester City. Well, he's, he's not in the. He's not in that. He's not in that bracket, though, is he? No, exactly. And, he, and, he's, and not Pete, it, very few keepers are. But Pete, is it a case? Of, and he's quite young. But is it a case of when you see goalkeepers or you see players who aren't being pushed for their place? So Joe Hart's mm. not realistically being pushed for his England place or he wasn't and he's not he wasn't really being pushed for his um, City place either no so then, I mean it happened remember when it happened Alex Song at Arsenal he's just, he's just mm. he was obviously absolute quality but he just wasn't doing anything because well, he, was, he wasn't being pushed for his place well, another, another player who you could put into these brackets according to David Moyes is Adnan Yanazai of course he's got him there and, and he said that Yanazai needs to look at himself as to why his career's gone wrong I do like that image of Yanazai turning up to Sunderland a Premier League club and Moyes going what are you doing here? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> but I love the idea. The David Moyes signing of Adnan Yanazar on loan is a, gr- is a great signing purely because um, mm. I think it's a good move. I think yeah. it's the right thing for, for the player because he'll get to play. But I, I also like the fact that it's got a bit of a double meaning and one of the meanings to it is that David Moyes nodding to everyone else in the world going, it wasn't all a disaster at Man like, was it? Do you remember those performances I got out of Adnan Yanazar? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, again, yeah, as a reminder. <laughs> so, so when did he sign him? Like... No, he, he put him through it. That's United, what he, yeah, yeah, United. but when did he sign him to? When was he signed to to a Sunderland's box though? He's got was, him on loan. He got right, him okay, last yeah. week. Because I think they're complaining about. I think Yanazai wants it to be permanent, doesn't he? Oh, right, and he's okay, basically complaining sure. that he, he needs an improved deal and stuff like that. So basically, Moyes is just saying, just stop doing this. Yeah. Just you've not earned your stripes in any stretch. Just prove it. Prove it. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But Corny as well is supposed to be going to uh, to Everton. Yeah. But he's been seen on Merseyside apparently, which isn't great if you're a Sunderland fan. Let's hope. Pep Guardiola doesn't throw Kone over. Yeah. But the, the problem is when when you when you do um, when you do get uh, when you move into a new club and the previous managers made promises about extended contracts and stuff like that. That's problematic, isn't yeah, it? it? Made yeah. promises about storage that weren't kept. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see Jermaine Defoe. Yeah. Doing what he's always done. He was my outside bet for. Um, for uh, top the top four goal scorers in the Premier League this season, right? yeah, I think he, I think he's got a mm. good season in him. I, I, tell you, I tell you what, Moyes, he'll get that side organised. You would expect Sunderland not to be in the relegation scrap that they've been in so often in pre, in recent years. So they can uh, not, not rock up and take the England job. What David Moyes? Yeah, is that, after a poor season qualifying from just Big Sam. Because Big Sam went through that. Yeah, it's, right. it's the tried and t- trusted mate. Well, we'll okay. <laughs> it's, well, it's tried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> certainly not tested. Uh, let's go to Everton Spurs. One or good debut from Stecklenburg. Some great saves. I didn't see this game. I saw the goals. I didn't see the game though. Barkley celebrated his fortuitous free kick like he meant it. It's one of those ones that whips in and everyone um, misses it, and then he and then it, yeah, and it goes in and it yeah. outfoxes the keeper, and yeah. then he ran off knee slide into the into the home ground. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. It's the first game back, but I was a bit like, you didn't mean that. News from that camp is that Balassi signed for Everton hasn't he it was announced yeah. this afternoon they are. a lot of money 20, 27 mil I think for the, for the, con- for the, for the Congolese uh, attacking player who Trevor Sinclair um, tipped for an England place well, he was he's grown up largely here. I think he was something like one when he moved over. Yeah, but he's got like thirty caps for Congo. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I thought you yeah. meant back in the day. Uh, Trevor was just giving us a little word to the wise, a little word in our shell that he could be uh, get a call up anytime soon. Oh, yeah. I sorry, I yeah. thought you meant like when he was a young player because he would no, have been no, eligible. No, for no, him. No, 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 it was last season. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor, yeah. Trevor. Oh no, and Trevor is better than that. He's a lovely man, Trevor. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, Spurs, uh, decent enough point away to Everton. I think they're going to click into gear. 
and I'm tipping big things. Oh, Wanyama loves a foul, doesn't he? It? it does. <laughs> what an enforcer. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect for I Pochettino. Can't, I can't wait to see that, um, them in, a, in North London Derby against Xhaka. That is going to be <laughs> Oh, a, my goodness. They're going to create a vortex <laughs> into a, the Stranger Things dimension. That's why I was, that's why I was a bit dismayed with Baez. Um, he got from Man of the Match, didn't he? He played well. On the telly, annoying. I, I really wanted lots of yellow yeah, cards. Annoying, yeah. We yeah. can only get two. Yeah. Loads of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't get to up until this point. You oh. wait till you see them in action. All oh, right. And now this season, you get sent off before the match, so you can. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's a bit silly, isn't yeah. it? A bit like failing your driving test before you've even even got out of the bay. What about um? Middles- we, can, we can talk about big parts. We can, we can talk about parts if you like. Yeah, we're well, off to a bad start. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> looks like he's got he's in the window for uh, Sissoko. Is he going? How's that, that turning out for you, sis? Is he going to do a reverse pods and um, and start off really badly, then fly? <laughs> he's got to do something. <laughs> reverse pods. He'll be yeah. out of a job soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's got to be careful that they don't go into an early season slump. No. Mm. Which Pete Donaldson, even though you like Crystal Palace, would like to see because your spite for Pardew outweighs your love for Palace. Uh, they're better off without them. So. Okay. It's like you got to pull and off the plaster quickly. Joking aside, though, Balassi's a big loss for them. He is yeah, a, big, a big, loss. big loss. But Andros Townsend's a big gain. He's a he's a gain. <laughs> he's a gain. Does got many goals? Is Alvaro Negredo a big game for Middlesbrough? It would appear so. Julian on the spot, shouldered one in. Score it with his shoulder. That's how yeah. easy it is. He's like ten minutes into his debut as well. <laughs> loving it. Whoops. Yeah, loving it. Oh, oh, he's yeah. on my fantasy league uh, keeping, uh, bench. Keeping, keeping the nuge out of the team though. He is. Yeah, that's a shame. But Shakiri mm. with a lovely free kick, picking up a, where he left a, off. That was a great goal. It was. It was. Indeed. You look at that Stoke side, and you see that sort of front three behind the striker. They're front. on for it. Bojan, Shakiri. Is Afalai still there? I think. Is it? And Alzevich Alzevich is behind, there. But they went off the boil at the back end of the season, didn't they? You say you say they started as they went. They were phoning it in. For a while, they were. Yeah. I think because it became clear that Stoke were going to finish in a certain part of the table. You don't want to see that from your players, do you? No, certainly not, Peter. Certainly no. not. But I'm just giving you perhaps a reason why that uh, <laughs> may have happened. Uh, should we go to the Championship quickly? Yes. Good, good uh, weekend for the West London sides as well. My local teams, QPR, Fulham, they won again six points for, for the both of them. Brentford, they completed a, a hat trick. Of, uh, of West London wins as, as, as well. Uh, Aston Villa, they won. Good to see. Big 3-0 win, that was. I really... Str- I thought... It's almost like Rudy Gestair's level is the champion. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Jack Grealish, remember yeah, he him? Well. He's a, well, they're out the um, cops, so they've got the league to concentrate on, so... It's sad... Good. Yeah, they are. It was at Luton Town, wasn't it? Mm. Um, sad Aston Villa were let lose, though. Uh, Dan mm. Shoesmith, a uh, friend of the round, got in touch and said... Um, Sad news that Dayan Atkins has passed away. Mm. Um, scorer of arguably the greatest individual Premier League of all time. And if you don't remember that, dink. or you're not old enough to have seen it, it was a run from his own half Away followed to by Wimbledon. a beautiful chip against Wimbledon in about 92, 93. Was that there. a plough lane? It might well have been, actually, I think yeah. it might have been. They definitely got goal of the season that year, didn't they? It was an unbelievable goal, and a, and a fan came on to celebrate with him. It was raining, and he put an umbrella That's over right. Daly Nackerton. Terrible thing. news that he's passed away yeah, at, really at a young age. So, yeah, thoughts Bizarre to news more than anything, Very really. Strange, Very yeah. strange, circumstances. Mm. Yeah, certainly. But um, back to uh, Villa beating Rotherham 3-0. And I think it was... I, I just thought Villa were going to be as bad this season as they were last season. Yeah. For some reason, I was like, oh! What, like, I, mean, I can think of a team who've gone down to the championship who, are, who do seem to be as bad this season <laughs> as well, yeah, before them <laughs> uh, Wolves let... beat Reading 2-0 get on board the Zenga bus eh? <laughs> <laughs> he's jumping it is jumping he's jumping it could jump all the way to the Premier League again yeah. <laughs> they beat Yapstam side that's so weird isn't it Yapstam <laughs> at Reading they're Bad all there the mad baldies yeah <laughs> oh dear um, a great away win for Huddersfield Town at oh, uh, Newcastle United what a side <laughs> Newcastle already in a relegation battle. Just a, oh, insight, come on now. just a little insight for the for the listeners on the running order. Marcus has just put Newcastle one, Huddersfield two. Another <laughs> loss for Rafa. That's two. That's two out of how many? 
How many matches did they play? <laughs> 53, I think. Is it is last it, count? Is it another loss? I mean, Pete, it's another loss. Right, it is, yeah. It's two out of how many games they play. I mean, so far they've played two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how we go with that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, bring back goodness. Mitro. Yeah, maybe we will after this. While you're sitting at work punching them numbers into them boxes, why not head on over to thefootballramble.com and have a gander? You'll find more highlights than a night at Crystal's. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Do not forget the preview show sponsored by Bet365 is out this Friday morning. We lost our bet last time. We thought Leicester would beat Hull. They didn't. They lost. Damn you, Foxes. Yeah, we, we, for those who haven't heard it yet, you should definitely check it out every Friday morning. We dish out a, um, a bet of the week and all the proceeds go to Prostate Cancer UK. Um, and our tip was, yeah, was Leicester to beat Hull. I, I made some very embarrassing comments around that game thinking <laughs> it would be an easy win. And, you know, there you go. We all Foresight. did, mate. Don't worry. They call me Morstradamus for nothing. Yeah, they should call you Bruce Foresight. So, so, <laughs> Good Lord. What? Yeah. That's an odd. Just when Jim isn't here, you go a bit weird. Well, someone's got to step up. <laughs> um, let's go to League One. Charlton Athletic wide Northampton Town won. Now, according to reports in a number of the papers, one Charlton fan was sent a letter from the club which said he would only get his £175 season ticket if he signed an agreed behavioural contract. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we all read this and we all went, that's disgusting, oh my God, it's like bloody mouse china or something but then we were just well, like and then we and remember then, that Pete needs to sign yeah. whatever <laughs> I was going to say I don't want to chime in on this because Pete if anyone signed a, a number of behavioural contracts in the class <laughs> you're probably the man to speak to about this no I mean, well, but then you sort of read it and it's like and he's bothering staff on Facebook and stuff and you sort of go mm, yeah. yeah he's obviously I, he's, a prick he sounds like a bit of a prick yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's one of those people you get on the internet and, and listen I was at Charlton for the last game of last season it's and you run field. a lot of the Twitter page I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not <laughs> denying that that club is being run terribly in, in, a, in, a, in a shit state and I'd like to see it obviously sort of turn itself around. That aside, yeah. this guy is one of these internet people who we come across doing the show mm-hmm. we do where they pipe up all the time. Yeah. Oh, the you say music's a chest! Yeah, yeah. Oh, Peter's a dick! So, well, that's, that's fine. Not, that's that's fine. fine. That's yeah, right, Luke yeah. and I get involved. Mark, yeah. Marcus is allowed to email what he wants. But, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, someone, someone calls him out on it. They're like, oh, look at me. I'm, you know, I'm holier than now. I never do anything wrong. I can't yeah. believe little old me has been suffering this. Like, can yeah, you yeah. believe this? It's like, get over yourself. Yeah. Mate. Get over all of yourselves <laughs> if you like that. Hey, I, I, for one, wholly and wholeheartedly support the current uh, ownership of Charlton Athletic. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I'm just kidding. It's chaos down there. Yeah. They turn it around. But I it's a bloody get, mess. Get the beach balls back, whatever they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, well, that's what happened. Well, they've used them on their orders, haven't they? It was beach balls. It was fl- when I was there, it was beach balls, it was flares, it was little tennis balls, it was everything. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that is no way to run a football club. That, don't, don't get me wrong, that is no way to run a football club. It's embarrassing what yeah. they've done. But at the same time, the guy's got to take a bit of responsibility as well. Yeah. Our very own Joel, he supports Charlton. He's he crying. Yeah, I know. That's right now. That's why I'm saying all this stuff. Yeah. But you don't need to kick him while you're doing it. No, I don't need to. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it does feel good. Um, uh, uh, Speaking oh, of uh, Charlton, non-league day. Uh, yeah, 3rd of September. September. <laughs> That'll be something to, uh, to consider, Joel, in a few years' time. Uh, a few years' time, you're lucky, actually. Yeah, a couple. Joel yeah. could be the new Wilston Raider. Yeah, he could. He could. <laughs> do you want some? <laughs> do you want some? Because I've got any. some. They do look fairly similar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's a handsome man, is Joe. Yeah, he won't be able to. He looks like Mac that. and me. Yeah. Um, which one? 
Uh, <laughs> non-league day. Non-league day on the 3rd of September. It's a fantastic cause, this. Get down to support your local non-league club. My, my local non-league club is Gosport Borough. It's Portsmouth. You always go and see them on Boxing Day. Yeah. Uh, well, not always, but since Portsmouth. What about, the the of se- <laughs> what about the 3rd of September? Yeah, get, so get yourself down to your local will you club. Be, well, can I'll we get confirmation that Luke Moore will go and see... Uh, I'll go Dulwich Hamlets, where I, near where I live. There you are. Get over there. But if you can't get yourself to a league game, go to a non-league club. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Hey, you flipping... Spells it. Do they have Adidas sweets at non-league games? <laughs> <laughs> Adidas. I'll tell you what. Do you mean Adidas? Adidas. You're, uh, you're, you're the brand. You're the oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. Yeah. Set it right, it. or yeah. I won't get my money. Yeah, you're the man Pathetic. who wouldn't call with me last week because I was wearing a pair of Nike trainers. Joking aside, if yep. anyone's going to have a pop at me for not going to non-league games, I will not take it from you, Speller. <laughs> Why is that? I used to play for a non-league club. Yeah, club no, very briefly. Well, reserves. In- yeah. Incredibly briefly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, talking of German things, uh, let's go to the German Super Cup. Because Ancelotti, he's won his first cup for Bayern. They beat Dortmund 2-0. Easy peasy. There's another Super Cup More that happened same. if you want. More. I mean, Dortmund are the second best team are in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, they've yeah. proved. Yeah. Have we grouped this into Super Cup chat? It's Super... All the Super Cups. <laughs> All of the time. <laughs> uh, Sevilla, they were in a Super Cup the other week against Real Madrid. They lost no, that. Barcelona they played, man. Uh, the other week oh, they the played week, Real yeah, Madrid okay, sorry, in, yeah. in a Super Cup. They had another crack at the Super Cup. That's right. And so much, so well. many Super Cups around. <laughs> okay, it was a different Spanish side this like time. Like my house, but with dirty cups. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of cupping goes on. Yeah. In um, the, the Barcelona beat not them. A dirty cupping, <laughs> not, not a Dutch cupping. <laughs> well, this was Spanish cupping. Well, speaking of cupping, I mean, I called you earlier and you said you were, you'd answer the phone because you're cleaning your kitchen, was it? Uh, cleaning fine. my bathroom. Bathroom, okay, yeah. So not cup related. Because the man was coming around to fix the floor. Okay. And I respect my help. The first thing that came to my mind then was the scene in Breaking Bad where they try and burn that body for the bathtub. (laughs) Um, I once went away for a couple of weeks and I came back and there was a mushroom growing out my floor. (laughs) If that isn't the most disgusting, most horrifying, No Man's Sky-esque horribleness to come back to, it was horrible. It's your house. Yeah, but it's, it's got a damp problem. Why did you plant the seeds? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it wait? I just wanted some food in the when fridge you when you I got back. through central London, the Soho district of central <laughs> London, if you know what Soho's like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure a lot of you do, um, when they sell you magic beans... <laughs> <laughs> Are you suggesting that when you're away, someone... So quite tentatively and carefully broke into your house and left a solitary mushroom on your bathroom floor. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I haven't got an extractor fan. There's a problem with the timber. It's got all wet because there's a leaky shower. How much is your rent per month? Uh, Don't one thousand four hundred and fifty. There you go. That's what oh. you get for that sort of money in yeah. London these days. I can't believe you said that. It's a converted office. <laughs> really. Oh dear! But you do a lot of admin, Marcus, though. Marcus, he's proud of it. I know, absolutely <laughs> outrageous. Know. That's it's disgusting, obs- isn't it? It's an obscene amount Pissing of money. Pissing it up the wall. Yeah, <laughs> that's half the problem. <laughs> Listeners have stayed at your house. Their mushrooms grown up between their legs. In the morning. It was one mushroom, and it's because of a leaky shower that's rotted the bloody I'm floorboards. Sorry, I, don't, I rang them up this week. I said, "Look, come round or don't come round. Either way, it's your fucking floor. All right." Yeah. A mushroom shouldn't grow from a bit of water from the shower. It's no. uh, the, the the floorboards have rotted, right. so it's a bit to become peat. What <laughs> sounds like it's become what's, fertile? What's below, what's below you? What? What? what Nothing, mate. <laughs> Nothing is below me, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I am basement quality. What's below you and your compost floor? Uh, uh, a lovely gay couple. 
Right, well, you're about to be making an unscheduled visit. <laughs> you're not careful. Hello, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> if you could stop arguing for a minute. Oh, sorry, to, Peter. Oh, sorry, sorry to stumble upon you. Come on, you, they argue all the time. Sorry to stumble upon you. I wasn't saying that my, all uh... gay people argue all the time, which <laughs> is what you're insinuating, because you're a fascist. How do... What? <laughs> <laughs> Mushrooms. Pete, that, oh, yeah. Sorry to, sorry to stumble upon your romantic evening, ladies, but my floor <laughs> fell through. That old chestnut. <laughs> That old chestnut mushroom. <laughs> you are working away at that floor. Oh, yeah. uh, can you pass me my binoculars? I'm just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I've been in front of Netflix and picked all <laughs> it with a jazz mag in his hand, falls through the ceiling. <laughs> Last thing you want. Jazz mag! <laughs> A copy of Club. <laughs> <laughs> copy of Reader's Wives in one hand. Oh, yeah. There and you a are. PC gamer in the other. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have a gaming PC. Yeah. <laughs> do it yourself, didn't you? Yeah, I did build it yeah, myself, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you win the Super Cup every year? 35. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, come Cheaper on. Cheaper than me fucking months' rent, I know that. Oh, b- before we move on from European football, can I talk about Roboto- uh, Robert Prozonecki? Please. Roboto. Yeah. Dr. Roboto. I don't get a chance to talk about um, Robert Often, but um, he, had, he made a comment. Too much about, mushroom chat, mate. Yeah, he made a comment about Iguain uh, making this big move. Yeah, to Juventus. And he, and he said, I was shocked to see Iguain. He is even fatter than me. <laughs> um, they paid 94 million for him and he's arrived as a little pig. <laughs> Bit, bit oh, I like that. There's, when you play for Portsmouth, you used to spend 40 a day. <laughs> there's, there's some lovely stuff. Slimming. Yeah. <laughs> some lovely stuff coming out of Argentina at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, okay, fair enough. Obviously, Prozenek is not Argentina, but to do with Argentinians in football. Lionel Messi's on a Frank Sinatra. Oh, farewell tour. Back again. Already reversed his decision to retire from international football. I think that's good to see. It is good to see. Is he going to take penalties, though? He's, he's no. the status quo of international footballers. No, they retained the farewell tour in 1984. Uh, They're still playing now. No, that's, that, come on, you're being naughty. Because he's not come out of retirement on the eve of a tournament. He said, all right, before the qualification... Leave status quo. Leave, <laughs> leave status quo alone, all right? Um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think fair play to, to, to Messi. Um, although Argentina, they were knocked out of the uh, Olympic football early on. Maradona wasn't happy with this. Uh, they failed to beat Honduras. That was the final nail yeah, in the coffin. That. And uh, Maradona said, with reference to Honduras, it's a country I have a lot of respect for. All right, he's about to undo that. Uh, <laughs> but they play baseball. They know nothing about football. Yeah. They qualify for a couple of World Cups, Honduras. They have, yeah. And yeah. then uh, the manager of Honduras said in response... Yeah, uh, one of the World Cups in which Diego Maradona was managing Argentina. Was it that one? I think it might have been, yeah. Oh, well, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, what, did, what did the manager of Honduras say in response? Said, I don't know how close... Home run! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how closely he, he watches football these days, but I, we, I've got a very good second baseman on my book. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, one day I'm going to invite him to Honduras so that he can have a game and see that the football is good there. It's very indigenous, very humble, but very good. Nice. I'm on, Take I'm on me out to the ball game. Didn't say which one. <laughs> 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 Sounds like Richard O'Brien's in charge of Honduras. <laughs> uh, what about this one? <laughs> 41-year-old Juan Sebastian Veron. Now, if you thought he was lazy back in the day, imagine what he's like now. He will come out of retirement to play for amateur league side Estrella de Berisso. He finished playing in 2012 and is currently president of Estudiantes. The par- isn't it the, the pirate or the witch? The little witch. The little witch, that's it, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we've been interested to see Marcus. He's not—he's probably going to not do anything, stroll around a bit, and then in a couple of weeks' time, you're going to do another update about that he's, he's just, it was a bit shit. Yeah, 
Yeah, is that fair? Are you looking forward it's to not, that? It's not a dig. I'm just saying. It's, it's, it's just yeah. how well you know me. Have you got any other play- sort of <laughs> stories about players who thought about coming out of retirement, who were superstars but didn't decide not to in the end? You've got it in front of you. Yeah, Ronaldinho. He is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he declined the offer to play football and gone wolves. Yeah. Due to Olymp- Olympic commitments. I'm starting to think you're making these up. I reckon it was due to an Olympic breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. I've got an Olympic-sized hangover. <laughs> I drank an Olympic-sized swimming pool full of booze. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Should we go to the highlights? I was diving. I was inspired. <laughs> Should we go to the highlights of the week? Midori, green yeah, Midori. Midori yeah. Highlights of the week time with Luke Moore. Yeah, I've got highlights of the week update. Oh, Ooh. no. I've spoken to the bean counters at Ramble HQ, <laughs> and they've agreed that... They weren't the, counting them. The favourite... The favourite... <laughs> they, they sewed them in pizza. Yeah, yeah that's right. Threw a couple of mushrooms. Um... Uh-huh. They, they've decided and agreed with me that the best highlight of the week every week on a Tuesday morning when the show comes out shall receive a football wrangle mug. Ooh. Football wrangle. <laughs> a football wrangle oh, mug. Juan Pablo wrangle. Yeah. Um, Lovely. That's, and, a, that's and, an amazing prize. We never give anything away. Well, some people are having a pop, aren't they, Sam? It's a bit of a marketing exercise from us, but it's not that. It's a gift. We need mugs. More of our mugs in your homes. Yes. So, <laughs> so I'm that's what and, I, and I can guarantee I won't have touched them. They're coming straight from the factory, yeah, all right, yeah, guys? Should we go anywhere near your, not... your legionnaires to these rid of home? They're not super cups, they're super mugs. Yes, they are, it's super right. mugs. Uh, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the highlights out as per, yeah. and uh, between us we'll choose our favourites. As per, okie dokie. Per motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> German accent. Um, first up, uh, this is one relating to Pete. This is from Andrew Ooh. Mason. He says, My heart of the week is Pete being a part of the ramble, which happily tells idiotic and awful things in football to get in the sea, <laughs> but now is introducing the RNLI Respect for the Water advert on the radio. Oh, yeah. So now, you would say, Mike Ashley, get in the sea, but please treat the water with respect that everyone can be saved. <laughs> I have been doing some... It's kind of a male-focused advert from the RNLI, because blokes are idiots. The Finch are not available, no? They're the ones. They're the ones. <laughs> it, it was unpaid. The, uh, <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm altruistic and covered in mushrooms. Um, the, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's basically to stop um, lads from getting in, in the water and getting into difficulties. Well, I think I'm not Mason, a strong swimmer myself. No, I don't you know. I think Andrew Mason's being cherished. I think it's a love, good thing, Pete, and you yeah. should be credited for it. What I like about you. Pete is when he's talking about his flat and all the, the, the floorboards and the mushrooms, he's looking at you. When he sort of started talking about you know life saving and, and doing the charity yeah. stuff he looks at me yeah, I'm trying enough. to impress you you're a man of God <laughs> yeah it's true um, we're gonna, yeah, we've already got belted Sam Kinnaird Sam Kinnaird oh he nearly Kinnaird my highlight of the week is becoming a dad for the first time oh. and surely breaking all records for the Ramble's youngest listener when we enjoyed last week's podcast when he was just a few hours old well beautiful done. official Ramble baby yeah I feel sorry that we're swearing a bit it's in this one that, yeah. well, sorry he um, could be an irresponsible father but that's well done this is a, this is a favourite of mine I think this is going to be a contender for the mark okay. uh, Alex Perkis not so much a highlight, but I had a dream last night. Steve Bruce flirted with me dressed like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> he, but he said, he said, not so much a highlight. So he kind of he's he's, um, yeah. he's taking him out of the mug running. <laughs> uh, what else have we got here? Um, Mike Thunder. He says Graham Lesai was on NBC Sports, thoroughly committing to Liverpool's chances this season by saying they definitely have a chance of possibility of the top four. Wow, <laughs> don't I we all? He's the best red footballer, and he's um, coming out with that. What else we got here? Richard mm-hmm. Green. Good, hello to you, Richard. He says uh, Shin Kicking's Granite Xhaka playing for 24 minutes and committing more fouls than any other single player across the weekend. <laughs> Glad to see after we're trying to diversify by adding suspensions as well as injuries to their ever-present absentee roster. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've got um, oh a couple more here. 
Uh, what shall I go? Yeah, I'll go with this one. I'm including this one because this exact thing happened to me online as well. He says, Jim Stacey says, Theo Walcott, defining Theo Walcott in a concise 70-second period by winning and missing a penalty, then scoring a more difficult chance before I could finish tweeting about how frustratingly inconsistent he is. <laughs> and I'll finish off with this from Adam James Lewis on Twitter I don't know why he's telling us this he says <laughs> I shat myself on the beach two and a half kilometres from the house and made it back there without anyone noticing the shorts were a write off though to which Vincent replies saying they noticed alright they just didn't want to say anything to a roaster who shat their pants <laughs> roaster roaster could he not have jumped in the sea and washed his oh, pants? oh you dirty old roaster there you go, there you go. Mm. that's the end of the highlights yeah. Yeah. Who, who gets oh. the cup Dr. Dirty Pants. I think, I think the father. I'd just give it yeah. the father. Okay, that well, is... Well, what I was going to say is what we should do is you should pick uh, your favourite, I should pick my favourite, and then we flip a coin. Bit what? of peril. Well, does my favourite not come into it? Uh, two coins. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a suggestion if we're short of time, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, sorry, we, we haven't got enough, we haven't, got, we haven't done enough sort of time, and we'll sort of bump it out a bit. Yeah. We'll start flipping coins. Yeah. It's a radio feature. Yeah. <laughs> um, who was it who did the um, the baby, Alex Perkins? Who did the baby? Who did no, the no, baby? Well, his wife, did, presumably. <laughs> Alex Perkins was Steve Bruce. <laughs> Divine conception. Um, Sam Kinnaird. Sam Kinnaird, you are the winner of the Football Ramble mark. Get in touch with us by contacting us at show at com, and we will arrange that to be sent out to you. Mm. And we'll know if you're lying, people who want to try to steal mugs off us. Yeah, We're not made of mugs, don't, mate. Don't set up a Gmail with the name Sam Kinnan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gives me an idea. My right. highlight of uh, the week was Burnt Island Shipyard Amateurs getting into the preliminary round two of the Scottish Cup. Yeah. And they'll play Ramble favourite, Bonnie Rig Rose. Every shipyard. Si- every, si- every single season. My dad works in a shipyard. It's not a radio feature, is it? You said that were To be fair, it sort of is. <laughs> to be fair, he's on the radio every day. You should know what a radio feature is and what it isn't. I, I preserve all my best stuff for the ramble. It's, <laughs> my best joking. content. You are joking. That's well, yesterday's, joke, right? te- yesterday's text was what's that smell? So. <laughs> when, you, when you say best content, text you, mean, you, mean, <laughs> you mean unwanted content. Yeah. yeah. Stuff that you can't make money with. I'm pleased we haven't got a text line. All I want to say about your Scottish <laughs> Cup thing is that every year the Scottish Cup preliminary rounds come along and every year they're an absolute delight. Yeah, they are. The team names. I just, mm. I'll never, never apologise for talking about them every year because yeah. they're beautiful to say and beautiful to read. I swear they just make them up. What's your highlight of the week, Pete? Oh, that. We haven't got enough time. We're running over. All right, come on. Let's oh go. My yeah. God, we're over an hour. Uh, yeah, before we go, remember the live dates. Yeah, um, do check out thefootballramble.com. Yeah. The tickets are on sale, as I said, uh, from 10am on Tuesday uh, this week. So do, do go to thefootballramble.com and buy yours. I do love the live shows. They're I always a bit manic. They're always a bit mad. Mm. There's football content. There's jokes. There's Bloody loads of stuff. There's special videos that no one will ever see because they're a little bit slanderous. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's, and there's people. Yeah. There's people. There's people in front oh. of us. Although, if you're listening, publisher, we won't be using those ones this time. We've got a very, very concise and comprehensive legal department. Make sure that stuff will absolutely not get through. It's copper bottom. It's watertight. <laughs> Unlike Pete Belfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Yes, uh, Football Ramble. Talking at you. Yeah, thefootballramble.com. Go. Yeah. yeah, that is the place to get your mugs, to get your tickets, to get all your goodness. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, PT. Goodbye. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye, Jim. Ah, I'm a big idiot.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.